Draft's better than this. Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Like one week away from this thing, a week and a day. It's close. Kyle, happy Wednesday to you. Hello. You ever see that video, that teacher that comes into the class? And he's wearing different outfits, but he says the same thing every single time when he comes in. It's like they Never. recorded him for three weeks. He's this teacher with the glasses and the books. And he goes, hello, the next day. Hello. That's how I felt there coming into the show. This is a reference I understand. <laughs> Chris okay, has Steve done this. Per- Kyle has done this before. You've done that. Hello. Like, it's not an uncommon first thing for you to say on the podcast. Chris, let me ask you this. Would that audio be considered a copyright violation for the oh, podcast? It, it absolutely would. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. Lord. The harbinger of fun. Right, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have not added this to my Twitter bio. Um, you guys start part two of our what would we do mock draft. I have to go update my Twitter bio. Okay, great. Well, wow. Quick. Uh, can we get a, a recap before you get too into the weeds on your I know, obviously, we want everybody to go listen to yesterday's show in which we did the first half of the first round. But, Chris, could you set the table for us, please? Sure. If you'd like a recap, go listen to yesterday's edition of the podcast. Oh, in which we did pick- No, I'll, I'm just, sassy saying, just today. Kidding. This is terrific. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, pick number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Justin Fields, pick number two to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson, three to the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance, fourth to the Atlanta Falcons. Penny Sewell, fifth to the Cincinnati Bengals. Kyle Pitts, uh, sixth to the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Waddell, seventh to the Detroit Lions. Rayshon Slater, pick eight to the Carolina Panthers. Micah Parsons, pick nine to the Denver Broncos. Caleb Farley, pick 10 to the Dallas Cowboys. Jamar Chase, 11th to the New York Giants. Patrick Sertan, 12th to the Philadelphia Eagles. Christian Darasaw, 13th to the Los Angeles Chargers. Jalen Phillips, 14th to the Minnesota Vikings. Devonta Smith, 15th to the New England Patriots, and J.C. Horn, 16th to the Arizona Cardinals. And if any of this is incorrect, blame the two gentlemen because we ran through the draft again before we recorded today's edition. So it is their fault, not mine. Well, the Lions pick is wrong, but only because you voted the wrong way in the tie, Chris. Oh, geez. So this is the what we would do mock draft. This is not predictive. This is Good literally... reset, Joe. Yeah, it's literally us making the picks as if we were in charge of them. Nothing here is predictive. And so um, keep that in mind as we navigate through the second half of our What Would We Do 2021 mock draft. And we get things started with the Raiders. (laughs) I feel like I had to do that with the growl. I don't don't know why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A little Chris Bermany. Yeah. I liked it. Thank you. All right. Let's put that in the rotation. Uh, so anyway, Raiders, some of the best players available. Chris, one last request. Can you switch the board to be the consensus rankings? Thank you very much. Uh, best players available. Uh, according to the Draft Network's consensus rankings, Pay, Elijah Vera Tucker, Jeremiah Owusu-Kormoa, one of our brain guys, Baron Browning, Aziz Ojolari, Rashad Bateman, Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, Joe, the name that I'm thinking – we can blame Dre Harris for not being this mm-hmm. high on the list. Mm-hmm. I know you. I know you're thinking the same thing, but 
if you go pull up Tevin Jenkins's player profile on the draftnetwork.com and go to his premium report and you see the grades that everybody gave Tevin Jenkins, <laughs> you will see very clearly Dre Harris is the man to blame for Tevin Jenkins not being a top 20 player on our board, but this is a collaborative effort. And we embraced that and we debated Dre with it and he believed what he saw and we'll see who's right down the road, Dre. But I but, think Tevin Jenkins will be a home run pick right. here at 17 for the Raiders. No doubt about it. Turn in the card. Uh, big time upgrade over Brandon Parker, who's scheduled to be the right tackle right now. Easy pick. So this is interesting. We have the Miami Dolphins on the board. And this break is not great because Jalen Phillips is gone. I really not interested in taking a running back. So I'm curious from your perspective, Joe, you have the luxury of looking down on Miami in the division standings for at least this year and last year. I don't think you did the year. I think the Dolphins were second in 2018 at seven and nine. But what do you perceive as a viable short list so that we can use that to start this decision? Well, I certainly look at the interior offensive line as a potential spot that's upgradable. I, I think running back is absolutely upgradable where, you know, Miles Gaskin, Malcolm Brown, Salvin Ahmed, the leading candidates there. I'm comfortable with the offensive weapons outside of running back though, especially with Kyle Pitts now in the mix. So I think we should be looking edge and into your offensive line, unless you just absolutely love one of these linebackers. I like the linebackers, but I don't love the value here at 18. I kind of feel the same way about um, the running backs, and I'm pretty apprehensive about Elijah Vera Tucker. I've talked to you, I know I've talked to you about the thresholds that Miami yeah. likes to have up front, and Vera Tucker, he's 308, so he's not small. But the average, I mean, now that you add the DJ Fluker addition into the mix, the average offensive lineman over the last two years that the Dolphins have added is 325 pounds. So I think that's where the challenge comes, Kyle. Like if we want to pick a premium position here, it's not really going to match up with the biggest needs. And, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think we have to decide between the two of us, do we go after a player at a need or do we, you know, really place an emphasis on getting a premium position? Well, I think the Dolphins' ideology would like to target premium positions, but us, from our perspective, I'm looking at the board, and I think Pay, Rashad Bateman, and Najee Harris are a good place to start, even though I'm lukewarm on running back. Just because the board did not fall favorably where Micah Parsons isn't here. Right. Devonta Smith didn't make it. Jalen Phillips isn't here. I'd even make a case for Tevin Jenkins because you can move Robert Hunt inside. Like, There's a number of guys who came off between 6 and 17 then I would say pay. I would lean towards pay because the premium position and I, I mean, he's my edge one. So I think very highly of him. Let's do it. Quitty pay. The Washington football team. Yes. Up next. Offensive tackle, linebacker, corner, second wide receiver. Anything float your boat here? I don't hate the idea of a second wide receiver. Um, I know that they have Kelvin Harmon coming back. Curtis Samuel, they, they paid pretty handsomely. They, they actually added Adam 
added Adam Humphreys as well, which is kind of underrated. I, I don't know. Rashad Bateman might be a little redundant. They're stacked in the front seven on defense. I get they signed name. they signed William Jackson, Kendall Fuller. Like they're pretty good at corner too. I get a name. Okay. Jeremiah Owusu Kormo. Yeah. Yes. I, I would think about him as a safety linebacker hybrid. They need help in both spots. Playing yeah. behind a dominant defensive line yep. that's going to play in attack mode. They're, they're fast to the football. I really like that fit a lot. You know, Ron Rivera did pretty well with Thomas Davis, another safety linebacker oh, hybrid coming out he of went uh, there. Yeah. So Joe went there. Chris, I think uh, Jeremiah Wusu Cormoa from Notre Dame to play behind the, how, what, 12 first round defensive linemen that they have there is <laughs> one heck of a combo. Never a bad idea to invest in strengths. All right. So the Chicago Bears are up next. And I think there's a case to be made for several positions. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah, they need to get the quarterback. Davis Mills. Dude. Mac Jones, right? Okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I mean, our top off, I think Mac Jones would be the pick here. But. Sure, but this is not a predictive mock draft. I think we've got to help this offensive line at offensive tackle, unless you want to go with a receiver, which I could totally get behind with Rashad Bateman. Uh, see, I think corners at least worth discussing as well. Des Trufant, Jalen Johnson, yeah, I, definitely in play. Trufant's not stopping me from drafting no. anybody. No, and we both love Greg Newsom. We just had that conversation this week on the Monday podcast. Go back and listen. We talked about all the cornerbacks. So I think Greg Newsom's on the short list. Um, I think Rashad Bateman's on the short list. That's probably where I sit. I like either one of those two options because, I mean, your offensive tackle you're going to draft here is who? No, let's Top go. three are off the board. Let's go Newsom, dude. Greg Newsom, the second right. corner from the Chicago boy. Duh. No brainer. It's a no brainer pick. Lock it in. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Ring sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Need to tell you guys about Bilt Bar. It's the best-tasting protein bar ever. Tons Yum. of amazing flavors. They're Tons. covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft chocolate. and easy to chew. It's like eating a candy bar, but it's good for you. And they're very it's healthy. They're, they're great for anyone who is health healthy. conscious. 
Whether you want to lose weight, maintain weight, or just indulge in a delicious treat, you have to try Built Bars. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for anyone who is on the keto diet. Got a deal for you. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so next up is the Indianapolis Colts. Is it real? Every time I try to lead into something, I get the damn wee-woos. I love it. Okay, here's the deal. I need you to check your email. My email? Okay. Yeah, check your email. Chris, you're not going to understand this. All right, I have nothing. Nothing's new in my emails. Which one? My work email? Should be your work email, whichever email you used uh, to receive emails from our friends at the Huddle Report last year. Oh yeah, the invitations. Yes, yes. They're in. I don't know. I got I got the email like last week on that. And that wasn't. I got my invitation. Were you gonna send that through? You've you've bumped me through the last two years. I need, need <laughs> you to forward me the email. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just, make sure I just saw the post from our, our friends at the huddle report that said that invitation <laughs> 2021 scoring invitations have been emailed. If you were on our scoring slash email last list last year, um, contact us to be added. If you did not receive your email. Right, yeah. Well, Kyle, the, the, e- the email goes to people who have, who have, you know, won this oh, board and done well in the first round. So that's, Chris? that's how the emails work. Chris. Joe, remind me who's had a better score each of the last two years. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. This was this is completely unnecessary. You're right. I want to talk about the Indianapolis Colts. That's what people came. They push play on this podcast to hear that. So let's talk about what we can do for the Indianapolis Colts and what we would do with pick 21 in the draft. Well, I think they need a left Newsom tackle. Just went. Yeah, that's true. So who are you drafting at left tackle? Who's your ideal fit for this offense based on who's left available? And I think, I think that's where it becomes challenging because I don't like any of this value at offensive tackle. And I'm perfectly fine waiting and probably getting one of eight guys that are about the same. So I don't think we go offensive tackle here because I just don't think that's where the value is. I, I think maybe we should have a wide receiver discussion. Rashad I mean, Bateman. Yeah, they need I'm another. I'm going to continue guy. to try giving Rashad Bateman away until you let us do it. I'm ready. I'm ready for Rashad Bateman to go. Right here. Him with Pittman is fun, right? Carson yeah. Wentz. Yeah, let's do let's do Rashad Bateman, and obviously they they lost T. Y. Hilton, and um, you know Bateman's not the speediest receiver but he is a receiver who wins with plenty of yards after catch and i think that that Indianapolis offense will will really benefit him in that regard i think one of the things for for the Colts to kind of flesh out what they have if Paris Campbell just can't stay healthy i still think they need to find that type of player you know to really just right complete their weaponry but man you got to love everything else they have going here So the Tennessee Titans at 22. Some of the perceived top needs. Cornerback, wide receiver, offensive tackle, safety, tight end. Lots of change taking place in Tennessee. Yeah, dude. Like this receiver core, this tight end situation is not 
like Corey Davis isn't here. John Smith isn't here. And they really didn't replace them. I'm kind of excited for Josh Reynolds in this offense. I think that's going to be fun, but I don't know, dude, like to me, their defense was awful last year and I'm not sure where I can say they upgraded. I know that they brought in uh, Bud Dupree, which will certainly help, but I don't think the secondaries is good without Malcolm Brown. You don't replace Malcolm Brown with Janoris Jenkins and feel like you got better there. They just cut Adoree Jackson. Daquan Jones is no longer here. Kenny Vaccaro as well. Yeah, dude, like this team, I'm really, I really like what John Robinson did up until last offseason. Well, it was kind of like they're, you're, for lack of better phrasing, S or get off the pot time, right? Where you're building up your team. You have a bunch of consistency, a bunch of nine win seasons. Then all of a sudden, like you take a big step forward with Ryan Tannehill and it's like, okay, like it's our area to, to contend. And they drafted a bunch for need and Isaiah Wilson went nuclear and blew up in their face. Yeah. But it's like, it, and it's, they banked on Jadavion Clowney, which is another right. mistake that they made. Right. And they just, I don't like where this team is heading from a talent perspective. I don't think it's gotten better when it needed to. By the way, Joe, because I can I can see into the future and I can see Twitter coming at you. You meant Malcolm Butler instead of Malcolm Brown. Yes, correct? thank you. Thank you. Okay. I just I could see the tweets coming your direction and I didn't want I, I would to do that. I would say something, but I've done it more times than I care <laughs> to admit this season. It, I think it's a natural byproduct of being a dad. I just genuinely yeah. think that's that's part of the process now. So we used to be able to fill our head with, you know, seventeen thousand football players on the snap of a finger. Anymore. Yeah, it's different. Uh, more. got to have notes. Um, Do you think this is just a BPA thing, Kyle? Like, we just got to get them be. a friggin' good player. And, and to me, the, the two names that stand out to me in that regard are Aziz Ojolari from Georgia and Elijah Vera Tucker from USC, although I'm pretty comfortable with their interior offensive line. Yeah, it's like you don't want to pigeon them and draft strictly off a need. But I feel like of their defense, edge now might be the least necessary move to make. I know. It's tough. Chris, can you scroll down just a touch for us, please, on the best available board? You want to go with a weapon? I mean, we can – Terrace Marshall would be definitely on brand with what they like at receiver, we think at least. Terrence Marshall to replace what they lost in Corey Davis? I guess. Right now it's Josh Reynolds, AJ Brown, and and who? Right. We didn't even talk about losing Corey Davis. Like we didn't even mention his name when we were going through the losses. Has has there been an AFC team that has lost more this off AFC playoff team that lost more this offseason than Tennessee at this point? At this point, yeah, no, Claire, I'm not dunking so. on Tennessee. It's just between them and Pittsburgh, like both of those teams. Yeah. You, it, you have a hard time looking at them before the draft and saying they're better than that, what they were at the end of the season. No doubt. And every year you get turnover in the playoff teams, right? And, and you're looking right. at Tennessee and Pittsburgh and I get nervous. I'm not, you know, like I'm just trying to be intellectually honest about where I think these teams are headed. What do you feel about two players in Zayvon Collins and Trevon Martin? I know you got Kevin Byard. Dude, I think like, Morrig's versatile enough. Uh, Zayvon Collins is super versatile. He can rush off the edge. He's almost like a, a bigger version of Rashawn Evans, who's been okay. Man, we are hung up, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, this is a bad spot. I mean, if we, we just want to fill the need, we could draft Terrence Marshall and be done with it. I'm just spitballing. 
I, I just, I guess the hard part for me is there's so many other players I just like way better than it was particularly Collins. I wish Gregory Rousseau had a better pre-draft process because he'd be a great projection into this team. And you're not, you're, you're like Ojolari's not, you're not vibing with that. No, no. You already have the flexible version of that player in Harold Landry, who in my opinion was a better prospect than Aziz. Well, he's coming. He was drafted in 18. So 18, 19, 20, he's up after this year for a contract. Don't do that. He'll be back. (laughs) Terrence Marshall's my vote. (laughs) We might just have to, man. We're stuck. Done. Jeez. They need to trade back is what we just learned about this. Correct. Or trade up and go get Tevin Jenkins to play right tackle for your football team. Where Kendall Lamb is the penciled in starter. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Isaiah Wilson's on free agency. Who knows? Yeah, you could sign him, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was rude. Okay, the Jets at 23. Yep. Jets at 23. Um, I know who I want to pick, Joe, here. I'm interested if you agree with me. Do you want to go on okay. three? Sure. We'll go in the E in three. Okay. Chris, you want to count us down? No, he said no. One, two, three. Aziz Ojalari. That's fine. I'm not going to fight you. Those are, to me, a team that's rebuilding BPA. Get the trenches right in front of Justin Fields. Zach Wilson. Or it's Justin no, Fields well, in our it's scenario. Justin, I, I started to say Zach and call yeah. myself. So yeah. Because this is a what would we do. It's Justin Fields. I would take the best offensive lineman available. The fact that he has positional versatility is an added bonus. Okay. I'm good. Fair soccer. Done. Pittsburgh Steelers are 24. Joe. Let me tell you who we're not going to pick. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of smoke on that one right now, which is fascinating. And we could talk about that down the line a little bit, but here and now we're here to, to achieve what we can do to help Pittsburgh. We got to so. get this offensive line together, man. I think Landon Dickerson's worth a conversation. I think Alex Leatherwood is worth a conversation as well. Like you would pick Leatherwood over Landon Dickerson? Just based off of medicals, not based off of tape. So you think you, you want to get a high floor offensive lineman to come in here and, and like he could play four spots spot. on the line, man. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not gonna fight you. And he's We've got he's to like a ninety-eighth percentile like explosiveness. And he came in at like I think three twelve at the pro day. He's very Fine. much a brand player for, for Pittsburgh. Done. So Leatherwood, done. Yeah. Lock it in. Terrific. Oh, you're going to let me go, Merrick? We got the Jacksonville Jaguars at 25. Yeah, let's do it. All right. You know I love I love Merrick for them a lot. So free safety, Trevon Merrick, TCU, to Jacksonville at 25 in our What Would We Do mock draft. I think Cleveland's an easy pick for us. If we're trying – staying true to what we would do and you survey this team's needs and we like Baron Browning. Like we like Baron Browning. He's from Columbus. Is he, are we doing this? They're going to be so mad at us, but we understand you're going to play a ton of nickel. We understand you brought in Walker, but Browning can play on third downs as a pressure player and a zone coverage option. Yes. And be really dynamic in both of those two areas. 
So yes, I mean, the linebacker is considered, I understand it's a low value position and the Browns will never do this, right? They, I, I'm not, I'm anticipating unless it's like Zayvon Collins who can maybe give you some outside pass rush appeal. They're probably not going to draft a linebacker in the first round because they're from their analytic background. It's a low value position. You're only going to have two on the field when you play nickel. I get it. But I'd advocate for this pick and in, in what would we do? Okay. Here's the thing before we lock it in. I can yep. I can move off of this if you will agree on Aziz Ojolari. The Browns fans are not going to want a 250-pound pass rusher. I don't, it's I don't about what we mad. would do. Like, what would I, we well, do? What would I do is not make Browns fans mad because I've made them mad in mock drafts oh. before and gotten the tweets. I just want it to be the player that I would pick if I were making the pick. Well, for me, it'd probably be Baron Browning. Okay, well, then I'm not going to fight you on that. But You can make Chris break the tie. That's what he's here for. No, I don't, I don't need that. I'm, I'm good with Browning. Coward. I care Coward. more about your opinion than Chris's, so I'm going to side with you. Oh, yeah, that's because Chris brought up the huddle report thing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL seasons are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, and they have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the new scores and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Baltimore Ravens time, Kyle. Number 27. This is the spot. For Aziz. This is the spot for Aziz. <sighs> Finally. So, yeah, they lost their top two pass rushers. I understand they need wide receivers. Have you been following that? Staying t- keeping tabs on, on like Baltimore's pre-draft uh, interviews and stuff. No, I have not they've been like shoot John. Uh, you got the, you almost got the sense that like, they've been a little defensive about the wide receivers they have on the roster. And then I think it was Harbaugh yesterday said something along the lines of we'll go out and get wide receivers that fit our offense. What is that? Like, what's the answer to that question? Harbaugh? Like, I mean, no disrespect, but like, do we know what their type is? What is their fit? Miles Boykin, Willie Sneed, Marquise Brown. Could you have three different players? Maybe that's the point. I guess that's the point is you can look at wide receiver and say, well, we can upgrade any of the three spots if the right player's there. But I would imagine that their kind of player is a guy who's physical and not not afraid to block. Okay. Is there, is there, a receiver that you like for Lamar? Is there a weapon that you like for Lamar here? Rashad Bateman. 
Now, granted, he's he. I under I understand that, but I'm yeah. talking for the draft in general. Sure. Yeah, I like it. RPO heavy, ton of in breaking routes, yak over the middle, plays big. Came out of a an offense that did a ton of RPOs, but ran the ball a ton. Cold weather team. There's plenty of parallels there that Rashad Bateman, if he's there for Baltimore 27, is a dream come true. But I don't think he makes it there. Not with that gauntlet of wide receiver hungry teams mm-hmm. we have there at the beginning of the 20s. Right. Bears, Colts, Titans. Jets you can put in there. Right. You can make the case. Oh, Washington. Yeah. Miami, just, depending on what happens at six. Right. Like, what are we doing? There's no way he makes it to Baltimore, right? I never say never in the NFL draft, but he better not, or I'll be triggered on draft night. New Orleans Saints at 28. Some of their perceived top needs. Corner, wide receiver, edge, linebacker. Some of the best players available, according to the TDN consensus board. Travis Etienne, Najee Harris, Zayvon Collins, Kadarius Toney. Gregory Rousseau, Landon Dickerson, Dylan Radunes. What do you think about Jason Owe? Penn State, take a swing here. Man, I have a hard time with that, with how much they invested and struck out on Marcus Davenport to go get another raw pass rusher. Well, and this I understand is- he's actually got rare elite tools and you're not trading up and giving two first-round picks to go get him. You don't got to get on who dat like that. I know. What but, co- do you, is there a corner you like here? Chris, can you pull up the corners for us, please? I like Stokes. Yeah, I could do Stokes here. I could do Stokes. I would rather do Stokes or Zaven Collins before I do. Okay. Stokes then. I'm in on Stokes. Stokes. Great. Yeah. Dark Stokes, That's Georgia. Replacing Jack Rabbit. Uh, Packers, 29. This is a fascinating team to draft for, and I'm glad we don't have to try and play by the rules right. that the Packers do because now we can draft a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, the phenomenal host of Jeopardy these days. <laughs> have you been watching him on that? He's been no, good. No, just the highlights, you know? Like, I haven't sat down and watched a whole episode, but the stuff that makes it to Twitter. He was okay. He was okay. Shuby, you strike me as somebody that could host Jeopardy. You ever thought about getting into game show hosting? Wait, wait. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not smart enough to host Jeopardy. You can't read. I mean, you you don't have to know the answers, but you got to be able to make good references. You got to be able to have the banter with the contestants. You have good wit. Don't know if I'd have that. What's the game show that you want to host? Because I I think that you 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 have like game show hosty qualities. Oh, it it would be Price's right for sure. I was gonna say that. He's thought about this, right? That wasn't a question that was new to him. Like he had to come up with on the spot. Shuby's been thinking about this for a long time in his life. Coming for you, Drew Carey. <laughs> Please what remember to have you, your, your your pets spayed and neutered. Oh, you, you know what game show I'm hosting is um no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Oh, Press your luck. Um, Press your luck. I think for me, it would either be throwback who wants or uh, let's make a deal. Oh, yeah, you'd be good at that. Or they just brought this back, uh, Supermarket Dash. Supermarket Sweep, you mean? Supermarket Sweep. Yeah. One of the greatest game shows in the history of game shows. Supermarket Sweep? Yes. Is the new one good? I I haven't watched the new one. 
I haven't seen it either, but I can tell you, I, every, anytime when I was a kid, I remember you used to watching that in the nineties when I was a kid, I used to fantasize when we go into the grocery store, <laughs> just going down the ham aisle, just sticking an arm out and dumping every single ham, just walking and just boom, right. Sweeping them all into the cart. Why don't they do that? <laughs> That's a great question. They're wasting their time on garbage. Right. Right. Like, unless you're going to go out and get like the organic, nut butter or something like that that's $13 for a stick right. or you get the giant teddy bear right you run and you get the giant teddy bear that's worth extra like oh the, yeah those bonuses no. the I'm, coffee I'm not going out of- you got you know you got to strategize well I need I'm to watch trying to move version. as many carts as possible okay so right. let's move some carts for the packers <laughs> get this wheat this cheese get this cheese into the dairy aisle ooh big old block of cheese you know, $18 that's an innuendo Swiss. for the end zone and the cart we're going to use to put the cheese in the dairy aisle is a wide receiver. Which one do you like? Elijah Moore, Ole Miss. They don't have a player like that, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'm okay, in. wow, thank you. <sighs> oh, boy, it's the Bills. The Buffalo Bills. This is like oh, the nightmare there. scenario because, like, I, of course, I've been really, like, picking the players <laughs> for the other teams that I like. Um, right. Well, now the good news is you got all the top running backs available for the Buffalo. You're Bills. right. Yeah. Let's just get Travis Etienne. They need a home run hitter in the backfield to, to agree. Chris locking in before he changes his mind or says, <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think the bills have a critical need at cornerback critical need. Um, they only have two corners under contract beyond this year. Their names are Trey white and, and Dane Jackson, but this is, see, this is where I get hung this up because doomsday. I, yeah, because are you going to take Asante Samuel Jr. here, 5'10", 180 pounds for a cover two, cover three defense? No. I don't think any of these corners should warrant right. consideration at 30. So that's the problem, right? There's four corners that make sense at 30, or five if you include Stokes. None of these guys work. So then you Chris, go to the can edge. Can you pull rush. up safeties? Can you pull up safeties real quick? I just want to see if there's any, like, nickel defenders that Joe can get behind here with this pick. Not here. I would take an edge over this. Okay. I think interior defensive line is also a sneaky need for this team. I would agree, but are you going to take Barmore here? No, not me. No, not me either. So edge it is. Yeah. There and I, go. I think you, you got to take a swing on the traits. You got to take a swing on Jason Oway. I'm not going to argue with the man. It's his football team. If you were leading the conversation, where would you, would you, would you do that? I mean, what would you say here? Probably. I mean, this is, this is the challenge. Now the good news is Buffalo has earned themselves plenty of stability to be able to draft and develop. And you're not expecting Jason Oway to come in year one and blow, blow it out the water, but you know, in a perfect world as a team who was close, you'd be getting more of a year one impact player. I just don't know like that. The board did not break for them. So unless you're going to go with a redundant, pick it like wide receiver or you want to go Kadarius Tony or like you want a running back that's a featured player like I think there's a case to be made for the year one impact but Buffalo I think has the the benefit of having a long-term view with how they choose to view their team building right now yeah all right I'm I'm comfortable with it Kansas City yeah man we got to go offensive tackle right Liam Eikenberg just a high floor player Put him in there. He's got a fair ceiling too. It's not like like that shouldn't be considered like a slight 
to Liam Eikenberg to say he's a high floor player, but you know, generally what you're going to get. He's going to be a starter uh, at tackle. He's not going to meet everybody's length thresholds, but watch the tape. He's good. Really good with positioning. Mahomes. You can make a lot of things work, even if you don't have an ideal prototypical offensive line. So I'm good with William Eikenberg. We got to get passable at left tackle. We have to. All right. So 32 Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. This is a team that brought everybody back. And when I say everybody, (laughs) I mean, literally like Antonio Brown's probably the only major name and he was their wide receiver three. I guess I kind of take the approach of what player can we get that can help maximize this team right now. I'm not thinking long-term, right? I need like a should they, yeah. Right. Like this isn't like, Oh, well, do we like Davis mills or, you know, or like, no, this is about what Bruce Arians, Tom Brady, this window maximizing it. And so when I look at, okay, like, if snaps are capital, right? Because you only have you have a limited amount of snaps that you can give players. Who can come in and claim snaps? I think defensive line. I think you can upgrade Alex Kappa at right guard, and you can get an X factor at like offensive weapon, whether that's ETN or I mean Najee Harris is available. You have Kadarius Tony. That's where my mind goes. Kadarius Tony, total X factor type player. Yeah, man, you mean to tell me they're not going to move him all around and and with two vertical guys on the outside plus the tight ends who can stretch the seam that Tony underneath is just not going to feast? Yak. Yak guy, big-time yak guy. Check down. There you have it. The Draft Dudes 2021 would What Would We Do mock draft is in the books. If you missed the first 16 picks, it's on yesterday's show. Go back, take a look. Today, however, we did some picks. Chris, would you like to refresh everybody's memory, 17 through 32? Absolutely. Tevin Jenkins, 17th to the Las Vegas Raiders. Quiddy Pay, 18th to the Miami Dolphins. Jeremiah owosu Moa, 19th to the Washington football team. Greg Newsom, 20th to the Chicago Bears. Rashad Bateman, 21st to the Indianapolis Colts. Terrace Marshall Jr. to the Titans at 22. The Jets take Elijah Vera Tucker at 23. Alex Weather- Leatherwood, 24th to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jacksonville Jaguars take Trayvon Borig at 25. Baron Browning goes 26th to the Cleveland Browns. Aziz Ojolari, 27th to the Baltimore Ravens. The Saints at 28th take Eric Stokes. The Packers at 29 take Elijah Moore. The Bills at 30 take Jason Owe. The Chiefs at 31 take Liam Eikenberg and Kadarius Toney. The last pick of the first round goes 32nd to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Are we going to make some quick picks on the other teams, or do we want to add that on to the Thursday show? Come back and as see a, us tomorrow. As a yeah, quick add Come add-on. back and see us tomorrow. Yep. Okay, because we talked a lot today. We talked a lot talking about Supermarket Sweep and Jeopardy and uh, the Huddle Report. So lots of good stuff today on the show. Kyle Krabs, Joe Reno, Chris Schubert. Thanks, as always, for listening to Draft News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the What Would We Do mock draft. That's it for today. Come back, see us again tomorrow.